Hello and welcome to IQEQ Real Estate Focus, our dedicated podcast series where we hear from industry experts on the latest trends and hot topics within the real estate sector. I'm Tomasz Mark, IQEQ Head of Real Estate for Luxembourg, and your host for today. In this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Helen Chapman and Harriet Clark from leading global insurance broker Aon to discuss insurance in the context of the real estate investing. Hi, Helen. Hi, Harriet. Hi, Thomas. Helen and Harriet work in Aon's M&A and Transaction Solutions Division. Both qualified lawyers, Helen is an insurance product specialist, while Harriet specializes in insurance solutions to support buyers and sellers in M&A transactions with a particular focus on the real estate sector. Thank you both so much for joining me today. Now, let's dive straight in with our first question. Harriet, given your focus specifically being on real estate transactions, could you explain how insurance fits into a typical transaction and how it benefits parties? Absolutely. So the use of insurance solutions can essentially de-risk aspects of the transaction, benefiting both the buyer who will have recourse against an insurer rather than the seller who, I suppose, given typical real estate SPV structures might have limited covenant strength, but also benefiting the seller who doesn't need to be concerned with their kind of ongoing future liability. So there are a range of products that can be utilised in a real estate transaction from W&I, which takes care of the unknown risks and responds to a breach in warranty, to uh, tax policies, which are incredibly relevant in real estate transactions. Um, these look to cover the known tax risks, particularly where complex rules may be open to interpretation. And a lot of the transaction solution insurance that Harriet's mentioned deal with unknown risks that the buyer might be facing when they purchase a property or an SPV holding a property asset. Um, but obviously and very commonly we see known risks emerging during a real estate transaction and these can also be dealt with via insurance, particularly title insurance, which is available um, from the title insurance market. And at Aon, we look so far as we possibly can to combine these different types of insurance into one product. And we've developed a particular product, the Aon Real Estate Solution, which does exactly this and is tailored to both unknown and known risks emerging on a real estate transaction. We see on the market that it has clearly become a priority for both buyers and sellers to close deals as quickly as possible. What are the most popular solutions to positively influence these deal timelines? Yeah, so if I perhaps take it from a seller perspective first, um, whilst W&I probably 95% more or more of the time is taken out on the buy side, it can be very beneficial for a seller to stipulate that insurance should be used, particularly where they require a clean exit. And they can actually commence this process, particularly um, if there's an auction process in mind. Um, the reason being they can put what's known as a sell side staple in place so this is essentially the, the seller lining up the insurance in advance um, and it avoids each bidder having to go through their own process of getting insurance quotes, which can be time consuming and enables the bidders to focus on deal critical issues. So that's a really useful tool to, to speed up um, the transaction process right from the onset where there's particularly where there's an auction. Yes, and from a, from a timing perspective, um, it's, it's useful to remember that insurance is a risk transfer solution and so from both parties points of view rather than spending time negotiating where, negotiating where the risk 
in a transaction should lie, um, the both the seller and indeed the bidder can work to put an insurance solution in place, which will ensure that any the risk of an unknown matter is transferred to the insurers, um, and that can speed up the negotiation of a transaction. Thank you. That's that's great and very interesting. Um, what due diligence would you still typically recommend to your client to perform before acquiring an asset? I think it's it's really important to note here that insurance is not a subject, uh, not a substitute, sorry, for full due diligence. So WNI is for the unknown risks, so those that have not come to light through the the proper DD process. So insurers will want to see full diligence. So that's legal due diligence covering um, both the property and the corporate vehicle, although the latter should be relatively straightforward in, in your average um, real estate mm -hmm. SPV deal, but also the financial and tax side um, and technical diligence on property as well. And it should be remembered that if um, due diligence does throw up known risks, it is possible to get insurance for those, particularly in the title market. In the context of a real estate transaction. And, and now that hopefully, hopefully we are approaching the end of the pandemic, I'm curious to know how has this pandemic impacted transaction insurance and the insurer's appetite? Yes, it's been an interesting um, journey from the beginning of the pandemic. At the beginning, we were seeing insurers really with a knee-jerk reaction placing general COVID-related exclusions onto policies. Um, as the matter has developed, um, we've seen insurers more prepared to underwrite the particular pandemic-related risks um, coming out of any type of transaction, but particularly real estate, where it's perhaps easier to assess COVID-related risk. Yeah, I think we've seen some insurers um, generally reconsidering their appetite for certain sectors as a result of COVID. And they're really keen to understand the viability of the target and particularly the tenant profile, particularly where the certain real estate sectors have been materially impacted by COVID. So thinking about office, um, student accommodation, etc. But as, as Helen was alluding to there, I suppose once we're into underwriting, where the target's not enough operating company and it's your your real estate SPV deal, we are seeing insurers taking a sensible approach um, where the warranties are your standard suite of warranties that you'd expect in these deals. So there's no warranties, for example, focusing on performance of contracts, um, employees and future rental income. In those scenarios, as, as Helen was saying, they, they can really underwrite around the, the COVID related risks. Thank you. And I would be keen to hear your opinion. Is there a product in the market that can actually create value for clients as opposed to simply providing downside protection? Yeah, I think on the buy side, the suite of transaction insurances available in the market really do enable deals to go ahead that might otherwise fail due to risks arising that the buyer can't get comfortable with. So I think that's from a buy side perspective, it, it does enable kind of deals deals to go ahead quite often. Um, on the sell side, it, transaction insurance is a really useful tool to prevent a proportion of the purchase price being tied up in escrow or perhaps deferred. Um, but it also enables the seller to go ahead and distribute monies post completion without a concern of, of future claims. So I think that that really helps create value um, by enabling those distributions. Yes, and that really, really um, is an advantage in particularly distressed scenarios or 
reorganizations where um, the corporate wants the ability to free up proceeds of the transaction and make distributions. So that can add value in, in accelerating access to the proceeds. Um, another product which we, we've mentioned already, which is the Aon real estate um, solution, is something which can deal with both the unknown risks in a real estate transaction, but also protect um, any both unknown and known risks coming to light or affecting future development prospects. Um, and that's something that we are we've developed last year and has come into its own in the um, in the last year and is being particularly used by investor developers. Thank you. One final question, um, and it's related to Brexit. We can we cannot avoid this topic. Britain finally exited the EU at the start of this year. From your experience, how has Brexit impacted real estate transactions? Well, we've been reflecting on this a lot, and it's quite hard to divorce um, Brexit-related issues from pandemic-related issues from normal market cycles. So um, it's fair to say that from our perspective as insurance brokers, we have seen a slight downturn in the number of real estate transactions, although that is now picking up. And um, we are anticipating a sustained um, market for real estate transactions, given the changes which have to be brought about by Brexit in terms of group reorganizations and um, logistic issues required because of Brexit. I think the real estate se sector is, is really facing the same challenges as other sectors in relation to Brexit more generally, so workforce issues, su supply chain, etc. Um, for real estate specifically, I think it'll be really interesting to see if there'll be any change in regulation, so environmental health and safety, all those areas that are typically driven by EU law, um, and to see if, if changes will will happen as a result of, of us leaving leaving Europe. So I think that's to be seen. And then Harriet, thank you so much for taking your time and sharing your insights with us today. I think it's been a really interesting session. It's been a pleasure. Thanks very much for having us. Yes, great. Very great. Good to speak to you. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who has tuned in to listen to this Real Estate Focus podcast. We hope you have enjoyed it. Till next time.